You're on. Log Talk Radio. Listeners to Art Fair Radio. This is Connie Mettler, publisher of ArtFairCalendar.com, the number one Google rated site for art fairs, ArtFairInsiders.com, a social networking site for art fair artists, ArtShareReviews.com, where you will find reviews of art fairs for artists from artists, and CallsForArtists.com, the one place online to find shows all over the country that are looking for artists. Today's podcast is brought to you by 1nbcard.com, serving the art fair business for 15 years. We furnish pay-as-you-go credit card processing plans specifically designed for mobile merchants like you artists with a variety of products and services at extremely competitive prices. Learn more at 1nbcard.com. Our topic today is who is buying at the shows and why. Our guests are Ed and Judy Seidman, who not only attend art fairs close to home, but also never miss a gallery on their travels and are always on the lookout for new artists and artists. In addition, they have their own personal art fair newsletter that they send to their friends, advising them of their upcoming shows. And they send their friends, take their friends along with them to attend the shows. Jerry Wagner has it perfectly. She travels between two homes, both in the heart of the nation's best art fairs, Chicago and Florida, where she plans her weekends around visiting the shows, meeting her friends, and adding to her collections. I'm thinking I'm having a little trouble um, contacting my guest today. Jerry, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, great. Looked like you weren't here. Okay, good. And how about you, Ed and Judy? We're here. We're here. Great. Okay, well, my switchboard was telling me you were not here, and so I'm quite relieved. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. I have been having a lot of technical problems. Um, I was brought into this technological age ahead of uh, way too late, but I'm learning, as all of us all are who are over the age of 40, right? Okay. Okay, so I have, um, um, for my guests, people who are listening, um, these three people attend a a lot of art fairs. Uh, Jerry, I did finally meet in person a couple of weeks ago in St. Joe. She's very active on my websites, and that's how I really met her online. And I, in fact, have never met Ed and Judy face-to-face, but we've traded emails for several years now. Well, now we did meet. We did meet when you were doing art fairs with your husband of Old Town. Oh, that's right. Back before we even were, there was even any Internet, probably. Right. Certainly before we had websites. Well, great. It's nice nice to have you here today. We have a lot of territory to cover. I know artists, there's always a lot of speculation about who comes to art fairs, why they come to art fairs, whether they're just there to kick tires. We know people are buying at art fairs, and I know that the three of you are pretty serious collectors, and I thought you'd be a a good place to start on this today. Um, So I'm going to start with you, Judy, and, uh, I mean, Jerry, I'm going to ask you first, why do you attend art fairs? Pretty much I want things that are original. 
I love meeting the people that make the work, and I like having lots of beautiful things around me. And I buy it almost every art fair that I go to. Okay. And, Judy, why do you attend art fairs? Well, I second what Jerry says. Uh, it's wonderful to be able to meet the artists in person and find out their process. Uh, and we, too, we love art. We, we, uh, we like all different types of art. And uh, so it, it's just a, an exciting time to be there. Okay. How, um, Ed, how did you get started going to art fairs? We that we've been talking about that, and I'm not sure that uh, we just saw some ads and were curious as to what they were. And uh, we really hadn't collected much art at that time. We did have some collections of miniature type things, but uh, not really the art uh, uh, that you find at the art fairs. It probably goes mm-hmm. back what, Ed, maybe 30 years now. Yes. Okay. And how about you, uh, Jerry? What made you start going to art fairs? I think it must have been my mom. I'm not 100% sure, except that she used to make all kinds of craft things at home. And I think she must have taken me to art festivals. I remember going to art festivals with her, and she always let me buy all my own things. And I thought your parents were supposed to help you. But I just continued going after that. Okay. Um, Jerry, do you have any um, education, any art education? None. Formal. <laughs> formal. No. Okay. None You've been at educating all. yourself. Okay. And what about yes. you, Ed? No, none at all. Just, and just how about you, Judy? No, absolutely none. Okay. I know that uh, Ed and I discovered online uh, this winter that we both lived in um, Southern California at the same time when the space program got started, and we were probably neighbors, so... We didn't cross paths back in the 60s, but here we are now. Okay. Um, So, um, Ed and Judy, how far will you travel to go to an art fair? Well, uh, until recently we both worked. So I think Ann Arbor is proud. Well, we went to Washington, D.C. to the Smithsonian a few years ago to their art fair. Otherwise, Ann Arbor is probably the farthest. Uh, now that we're retired, I'd like to venture out a little bit more, go to Colorado. I understand that's a, that's a wonderful show. Um, so hopefully we'll spread out a little farther. Okay. And But you not only um, – oh, well, no, I'm going to skip to Jerry. How about – Jerry, how far do you travel to go to a show? No matter where I'm living, is usually about 90 minutes, maybe close to two-hour drive. But I also, if I possibly can, if I'm going to, if I've got a choice of dates for going to a certain place on vacation, I'll try to schedule it around in our festival. But don't tell my husband. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> That's feel, a good I, way. My husband doesn't come with me like Ed comes with, you know, like Ed comes with Judy. Uh, okay. But really, don't let him know. <laughs> well, Ed and Judy, now Ed and um, Judy do something that is pretty amazing. I mean. I have a website, a lot of you know, called artfaircalendar.com, and I do newsletters to subscribers all over the country who want to know about art fairs. But amazingly, Ed and Judy also have their own newsletter that they do, and our newsletters cross sometimes, and sometimes he corrects my information more than I ever correct his. So how did you guys get started (laughs) on putting that list together? 
that's all Ed, actually. I have nothing to do with that. He works very hard on that, starting in, I think, about, uh, oh, in the, in the winter. January, is it? Calling every place, checking the dates, the all of that. And what's been exciting is to find out how far this list has gone. Um, we've been at a couple of art fairs where we've heard someone talking to the artists and mentioning that a friend of theirs gave them a list and that's what they're they're traveling from and it turns out to be Ed's list. So we'd be curious to know how many people actually get it. It started to be oh a half a dozen friends and then they've expanded and sent it on and 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 now it's expected. Uh, people are very upset if he's late getting it out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I this it. winter. <laughs> Do you get it? Okay. This winter, yeah. when when it and when it came out, uh, I have an admin who keeps my website up to date, and I forwarded uh, it to her, and I said, Jackie, make sure you check all the dates against what Ed's got here. So, <laughs> 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 thank you very much, Ed. You're helping a lot. Um, so, um, so you started doing now. When um, do you? You do this a weekly thing, and you do a wrap-up on the shows. And do, are there people who travel with you to the shows, Ed, besides yes, we Judy? Have, uh, we have uh, a number of other couples. Some come every once in a while. Some come all the time. It varies. But, yes, there are others that go with us. And does everybody pretty much, are they collecting and buying things? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Not to the extent that we do, maybe, but, yes. Mm-hmm. And then on the way home, everybody shows each other their goods? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> we all give our opinions throughout the day. <laughs> Sometimes okay. I, I've even been known to go to someone's house and hang it up for them. <laughs> well, that's great. And how about you, Jerry? What, who, do you go to shows with somebody? In Chicago, I go with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And every now and then other friends will show up and they'll want to come with. And then down in Florida, if it's too far for me to drive myself, I do bring my husband along. Otherwise, I pretty much go by myself down in Florida because most of my friends don't really care about art. They're okay. all nuts, but they don't care about art. Uh, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> so, Jerry, how do you find out about what shows to attend? Follow our fear calendar and Ed's um, newsletter and then I go to state websites because states will list their art festivals. And so I check Wisconsin's and Illinois just in case there's any that I'm missing. But pretty much the two of you keep me informed. Okay. And and, and Ed and Judy, how do you find out about shows? Uh, we pretty much have our core list now, but we we do check the newspaper and things to see if there's anything new. We also talk to the artists. Uh, every week and find out where they're going to exhibit and sometimes they'll tell us of a show that we haven't heard of so we'll check that one out mm-hmm. okay um and i think i remember i tried to get uh, you guys to have this conversation back in june and you were unavailable because you were going to santa fe so do you you two also go to galleries and other openings oh yes mm-hmm. santa fe definitely we walk canyon road which is an eight-hour day, mm-hmm. all those galleries, and we go to Door County. Mm-hmm. We occasionally go to Saugatuck over in Michigan. Okay. And how about you, Jerry? Are you are you, you a pretty much art fair devotee? I'm I mean, pretty much Jerry. art fair, but 
in Scottsdale. I've you know I've checked out the galleries there. Same with Door County. Occasionally, there's different galleries that I'll go to locally, and then down in the Keys, there's quite a few galleries. So if I'm ever suffering a withdrawal from art festivals, then I'll go to a gallery. But I do try to buy at art festivals rather than galleries. Actually, I saw something wonderful on on Facebook yesterday. A jeweler had posted something about something to the effect that it is against the law to buy art at any place except an art fair. Do you agree with that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I also want Ed and Judy to adopt me so I can go to all these places that they go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you together. Okay. Okay. So, um, Ed, Ed, do you um, do you collect anything specifically? Um, Judy's favorite thing is ceramic. Pottery. Mm-hmm. Pottery. Pottery. So we have a great deal of that. Uh, we have a variety of glass, and uh, one thing that the gallery owners like us is that we uh, like all the medias, so we don't just collect one thing. And I think the same is true for you, Jerry, right? Glass, pottery, and jewelry, mm-hmm. for the most part. I and I do find other jewelry. things. <laughs> we won't talk about jewelry. <laughs> we will. Yeah, that can be a very sensitive subject. <laughs> But occasionally I find other things. I'm I'm getting more wood, and Mm -hmm. I'm finding and I'm finding other things in fabric. Mm Mhm. Okay. And if I find other mediums that just strike my eye because of their color, I'm more than open to those two. But I'm not that much of a 2D person. Okay. And what about you, Judy? Um, Yes, I love fiber. I love pottery. I guess I like things that are useful, that are that I can touch and use and enjoy. Um, I was going to mention, too, a lot of galleries have closed in the past few years, so the art fairs are a primary place to find art. That's a good point. That, that They're keeping that alive. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I know, and of course, people who have been in the galleries have returned to the art fairs because mm-hmm. those venues are not available to them anymore. Right, That's exactly. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, it, so, um, is um Ed, is there anything specifically you're looking for right now? You have an empty spot that need, is calling out to you or anything <laughs> like that? There are no empty spots. <laughs> we Judy need to has build a, a room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing hmm. specific. You just go out and see what there is. Well, mm-hmm. I have my eye on something that's up in Door County, but I have to convince Ed to remove one picture for another one, so I'm working on it. How, and I forgot to ask this question, um, Judy and Ed. How how long have you been attending art fairs? I, it's got to be thirty years. Uh, art fairs twenty to twenty five, I think. Yeah. And how about you, Jerry? Um, a little bit over thirty. Yeah, well, because you went with your mom, right? So that gives you a mm-hmm. real head start there, right? Okay. Um, In the old days, the art fairs were really craft fairs. Um, and I don't mean American craft. I mean like homemade things. Mm-hmm. And they've just evolved so much that there really is wonderful art now at the art fairs. Yes. Okay. Are you knocking you? my macrame holder? <laughs> <laughs> I just That's one of the first it. things I bought at an art festival. Don't hang it up, but I still have it. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's 
we still all have probably all have our our first purchases. I I certainly have mine. So mm-hmm. when you um when you got when you go to an art fair, um um Ed, do you have artists that you consider friends or that you visit with regularly to see what their new work is? Absolutely. We've even taken some of them out to lunch when they can get away at the uh, at an art fair. But mm-hmm. there are a number of artists who we've seen the kids get born and grow up and, and get married. So, you know, it's amazing that it's been that many years with some. Right. Can can you name some names? Oh, dear. Uh, oh, Jim Wilban. Jim Wilban, yeah. Oh, Wilbon. sure. Andy isn't Shaw. he wonderful? Yeah, isn't he a great guy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah. Um, uh, well, uh, Rick Diane. Forrest. Rick Forrest, yes. Um, mm-hmm. A lot more jewelers, I'd say, than. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely jewelers. <laughs> well, yeah, we're very well, you know, one of the things about a jeweler is it is a, such a personal thing. You are really face-to-face trying things on. Whereas if you're buying pottery or a piece of something that's hanging on a wall, it is not quite as a physical uh, interaction as it is mm-hmm. with a jeweler. Yeah, you, that's you agree? a good point. Right, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, jewelers have to have their teeth brushed and looking fabulous all the time because <laughs> everybody's up close to them <laughs> and they're handling. How about you, Jerry? Do you do you have anybody that you consider people you consider friends that you check out their work regularly? Or I guess There's that's so two many different of them. Things. Well, I've got a lot of them that are friends. Now, unfortunately, I love all their work, but it's not the kind of work that I collect. So mm-hmm. I feel badly about that. But, no, I've got – being on Art Fair Insiders has led me into a whole new world. I've met all kinds of artists. I can't tell you what fabulous people they all are. Um, I have people that – I have artists that stay at my home when they're in both homes, depending on what shows they're doing. Um, I go out with artists, you know, when they're in town. And meet them. Um, I've, I've had sushi with Nels, Barry Bernstein. You know, his name should be on the door of the guest room for when he's in Coconut Grove. <laughs> um, David Royce is a glass artist out of Minnesota that stayed at both my homes. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just have a lot of fun with the artists. I think it's great, and I try to at least stop by and say hi every time I'm there and at an art festival that they're at. Right, there's there's sort of a family kind of thing, and I'm sure Ed and Judah, you have that with people also, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, people that people that you look forward to. You do you, Ed? When you're um, go, let's say you were going to go to the Milwaukee Lakefront show, will you look at the list ahead of time to uh, check out who is going to be there? No, we go to no. the show because it's a good show, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll meet new people there too. We just last year got a beautiful. Uh, uh, Bird, a water thing for feeding birds and stuff like that. Beautifully multicolored ceramic thing, and we had never seen them before. And where did you see them? One who makes the mosaics out of broken pieces of china. Oh, these are solid pieces that are put together of base and a a bath. Now we had never seen them before. They're from Wisconsin, as it turns out. And we saw them again this year and had a nice chat. Because they always like to know what happens to their piece. And they don't often (laughs) hear. So Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. I really enjoy. Something that they especially like. Right, right. Do when uh, Judy, when you go to a show, do you look at every booth at the show? 
I don't know. I'll, well, I go down the center. I don't necessarily go into every booth, whereas Ed will. Um, but no, I, I I'm looking for something. Either an artist that's grown and and they've they've stretched themselves, and and I'm seeing new work by the same person, or someone who's doing um, something in a new way. The the past few years, there have been a lot of people that are repurposing things, and that just fascinates me. Um, and then, of course, I go into the people that, that we know, um, either to buy or just to say hi. Uh, anything that looks imported, I pass by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's about my, my only pet peeve, I guess. Is, is things that look manufactured or imported, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right, right. That was last right. week's buy sell discussion, wasn't it, or two weeks ago? Oh, oh yeah, for the Ann Arbor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, a serious I, I thing. Yeah. Well, we're really trying to keep our hands on that one. I know it's mm-hmm. been around from the very beginning from our mm-hmm. shows, but it seems to um, be as everyone's not making quite as much money. Everybody is being more aware of their neighbors and making sure that it's really American made. It, de- it because. It deflates the purpose of a show if there is things that you can. There's a whole wholesale manufacturer there, and you can buy it at any gift shop. Why is it in the art fair? Right. Not necessary. I don't care if it's American made. It can be a foreign mm-hmm. artist, but I want it handmade. I don't handmade. want something imported from China and passed off. And I don't know how they get past the juries. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's I, a whole other thing. Okay. Okay, I'm just uh, here to take a little break here for a second. This is Connie Mettler, ArtFairInsiders.com, and I'm speaking with Ed and Judy Seidman from Chicago and Jerry Wagner, also from Chicago, who are people who attend, I bet you, together. I bet you get 100 shows a year. If we total the two of the three of you up, (laughs) and they attend art fairs and collect art fair, and so they've, they've seen it all. And we're sponsored today by 1NBCard.com, the great uh, who provide mobile merchant services for artists and worth well taking a look. At, towards the end of the show today, we are going to take questions. So if any of you that are listening, uh, we will stop near the end. And if there are questions, please line them up for our guests, and we'll be taking them later on in today. How about you, Jerry? Do you look at every booth at a show? No. Again, because I don't collect 2D, unless there's something that really strikes me in the booth, I'm attracted by color, then I might go into that booth. But for the most part, I don't, well, I've got to cut back on something. So I usually skip the 2D booths, which isn't going to make the 2D people that happy. But, you know, like I said, I've got to make a break somewhere. Okay. <laughs> well, I have to tell you that at when um when I was in the art fair business, we did sell 2D. And um we did fine. It was it was fine, but I truly know that if there were not wearables and jewelry at an art fair, half of the crowd would not be there. And luckily, some of the people who are buying jewelry also need some other things. So that that spills over and and that's a good thing. Was it just a strictly a wearable show is not going to keep some people coming back. So that's it's the variety also, wouldn't you say, Jerry? Mm-hmm. It keeps you going. You just and I I'll, my other thing is that it's the best shopping left in America because every ten feet you're going to have some surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's no. I think that our producers have a problem where everybody wants to see their favorite artist, but at the same time we'll start complaining if it's the same artist at every show. 
or you go to one show every single year. If it's always the same artist, you complain. So what it, what does a promoter do then? It's not well, easy. I don't envy them. It it is a hard it is a hard choice. And some shows, of course, throw everybody out and start fresh. Other shows have a deep invitation list and do re-jury um, at the show and make invitations, which gives some good continuity to the show, but which also makes those shows specifically really hard to get into for other artists to keep them fresh. Like like, like Lakefront is always our hardest one to get into. We did it five or six times, but, man, we, we did the shows for almost 30 years, and that's not a very good track record compared to <laughs> other shows. So, so um Judy, do you when you're at the shows, do you purchase art as gifts for other people? Yes, definitely. Yeah, you do definitely. your Christmas shopping at the shows? Uh, not really Christmas shopping, um, because the the price point might be a little bit high for as many gifts as we need to buy. We have fourteen mm-hmm. grandchildren, for example. Wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, but many times we'll see a, a ceramic or earrings or something like that, and and uh, definitely buy uh, for other people. Yeah, it's always fun when you can give something that's an original piece to someone that they're not going to find at Bloomingdale's or wherever. I think specifically to me, it, they make art fair gifts make fabulous wedding gifts. Mm-hmm. It's a one-of-a-kind sort of a thing, even more than almost any other time. Yeah. It's not right, that's that's my favorite to buy get wedding gifts at art fairs. What what about you, Ed? Do you do you like do you buy things for gifts? Uh, whatever Judy selects and likes, of course. We did the cake. I have a son who plays basketball, and we got a basketball picture uh, painting for him. So, mm-hmm. but most of the time, Judy is. Better in touch. She's keeping the gift list. <laughs> keeping yes. the gift list. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what about you, Jerry? Do you do you buy uh, art as gifts? Not too often. But what my husband does is my Christmas present is I have a special art festival account, and my Christmas present every year is money deposited into that account for the next year's art festivals, and that's. So that's my present. So I am I doing my own Christmas shopping. That. Oh, that is a great, <laughs> great gift. idea. Art fair account is a yeah. Christmas gift. I we love that friends. one. We have friends so do that I. put all their um, we have friends that put all their change in a jar throughout the year. You know, if they buy a a pack of gum, they give them a dollar, and whatever's left over, they put in this jar, and then that's their art fund. Uh, for the coming art shows, and it's amazing how much can accumulate. You know, they start out with like five hundred dollars that they haven't even realized that they've saved up. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a fun idea too. Right. So, when um, what would be um, Ed? What would be the like the first show in Chicago that you'd go to at the beginning of the season? That usually is the. Uh, uh, here in Deerfield, uh, what's that church? Unitarian, oh, right. Unitarian <laughs> Church. <laughs> yeah, the Unitarian I Church, think. right, right. That's a yeah. nice little show. Okay. It's more of a mm-hmm. draft right. show, right. but... Uh, I right, think 57th we did that. Street is really... And then 57th Street. Do, yeah. Does anybody... Right. Jerry, do you go to 57th Street? I don't know. 
Yeah. Okay. That's not. I'm your the one that doesn't right? travel as far. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So so you could you could empty your your gift your savings your change savings account at your first show if you weren't careful. That's true. Couldn't you? That's, That's true. true. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Okay. So um, what is Jerry? What is the most expensive thing you've purchased at a show? I think I bought a bracelet that was close to $400, but I have a psychological barrier against spending mm-hmm. more than 350 on one item. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean I can't buy three $350 items, but I, mm-hmm. can only, I can't seem to spend more than that, and I don't know why. Okay, that's, 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 I'm glad you answered that question. <laughs> and what about you, Judy? Do you have, do you, what's the most expensive thing you've purchased at a show? I, off the top of my head, I would. Oh no, I know what it was. It was a, it was a pin by uh, Valerie Hector. Right. And actually, I saw the picture of the pin in there in the uh, show program. It was the Northwestern show, the ACA show in um, uh, what is that? End of August. And I saw the picture in the program, and before I even saw the pen, I told Ed it was mine. And I think it was about 2500 No, no, that no. was about 15 Oh, that was only 15 Oh, my gosh. So I, I had money left over. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't normally go that high if it was an artist that I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know her quality, and I, you know, I have several of her pieces. If it was someone I didn't know, I'd probably, I, I like Jerry's answer, about 350 or so. But uh, jewelry is what I spent the, the most on, I know. Well, Valerie <laughs> is probably the best beat artist in the country. She's written a book and everything. And this particular pin was a gift for her mother, but she brought it to the show and Judy took it. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I know Valerie's work. I've done I've done a profile on her on my website a few years ago and I own a pair of her earrings but um they didn't cost She's wonderful. Yeah, she real she Her work she's, is she's, gorgeous. She's yeah, she's fabulous. No no doubt about it. She's just spectacular and and so knowledgeable. It's like yes. this is she's like a treasure. Yeah. Her her talent so. her information, she's yeah, she is she's an American treasure. There you go. Okay, um, so do you have, um, Ed, do you have a price point that you won't go beyond? Uh, I don't think we've ever gone beyond around 2000 Mm-hmm. Have you spent that much That's on a piece? That's whether galleries or shows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, at either one. Okay, right. Um well, now let's let's talk about some some marketing things. So, by the way, we are about halfway through the program, and I hope that everybody's still hanging in there with us and enjoying this chat. We are going to be taking questions in about fifteen minutes. If you want to call in, and the number is eight zero five two four three one three three eight. I know we had people on the line holding on earlier, um, but um, I have to get got to get the information first. Okay, so my next question is. You're walking through an art fair, and I hear Judy say that she walks down the middle and and walks more poking around. And I know what Jerry does; I've seen her. So, what, <laughs> what, what, Jerry? What will pull you into a booth of an artist 
whose work you've never seen before. It's not a friend or anybody you've seen. What will, what will make you stop and go in? Color. Even more so than medium. I just, I'm just i attracted by color, but when it comes to jewelers, I really do notice the big pictures that they hang up at the back of their booths. Mm-hmm. Because quite often... Everything is too little when it's jewelers. I do go through an art festival first down one side and then up the other. You have and I'm not allowed to cheat. My cousin won't let me cheat and look across to the other side. So mm-hmm. I notice big pictures of jewelry and then if it's color. Mm-hmm. That's the same way I go through a show. Yep. One side, then the other side. What? Okay, and what... what a, do I cheat uh, if I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and look across <laughs> to the other side? <laughs> now and then, now and then. Well, okay, Judy, what about you? What will pull you uh, off off of the middle of the street and go in and look at some work? Um, probably color as well. And I, I enjoy seeing how different artists display their work. Uh, it's really important that that the whole display is interesting as well as the piece. If it's just laid out on a table, I I just I'm not interested. It just bores me. Mm-hmm. So um, so both I hear I've heard all of you say that you don't do um, buy much 2D work. What would make you go into what would make you Ed? What would make you go into um, a, a painter's booth? No, we buy 2D work. Oh, you do? Oh, you do? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. uh It's just, you know, you only have so many walls where jewelry (laughs) I can always find a spot for. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just stack up that roof. So do you, you, um, so what will pull you into, um, what what kind of a paint, what what can a 2D artist do to make you stop in their booth? Uh, I look at, I look at the media or unusual usage of the media. Yes. We go to art fair sometimes and wow, what whatever made it think to do that? And uh, it may be a 2D, but it's something totally just brand new. And I, by the way, zigzag, so that's why I get uh-huh. people. <laughs> uh, it, it, you can walk like last weekend, Buffalo Grove up and one side down the other works perfect. Some art fairs are laid out, you really can't do that. So you sort of zigzag. One of those places might be Old Town, which is more likely to zigzag than... Ed's our general. He decides how we're going. I want to be sure we see Mm -hmm. everything. We may just walk by it, but... Right. You don't... Even, you know, when I hear artists say, oh, I was in a bad part of the show, there was no traffic, people like you, I would think, you go down all the spurs, don't you? All the what? You all all mm-hmm. of the spurs. Yeah. If there's a section that seems oh, like it's oh, little... yeah. yes, uh huh. Right. So the the I that's why my, it's zigzag. Uh, okay. My idea about that is yes, there are some places where there are um, not so good spaces. There's no doubt about that. But people who are really sincere about attending the show and they are there on purpose to see it all, they will do their best to see it all. Is that yeah. right, Jerry? Right. I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay. We try, but then again, I think that Judy, Ed, and I are more the exception. So I can see where artists would say that. Like at Crazzle, remember how there was that one, um, the, there was that short row in back last a couple of weeks ago, and yes. I really think that they got that they were shorted. 
could be. I, mean, I, know, I know. I know that specifically, I was coming that direction on. Uh, it was on my right, and I went there before I came back the other way, specifically. So, but that's because I need to see it all. And <laughs> you may be right, but right, you need to see it all. Who who knows what? Yeah, no, you triggers. do. Cause you might miss that one perfect artist. That's right, and I which is think why I did we go like... to every art festival year after year because you never right. know when you'll find that one perfect artist. That's right, well, and and year... I bought something back there. Uh, me, this year, this year we went on the side show at Madison, which we don't oh. do every year. And off the square. Mm-hmm. Yes, off the square. And um, uh, there's a person who does garden art that didn't make it into the show that we particularly love. We have three, I think, three of his pieces, and he was on the side show, so I would have missed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, bought a piece. Yeah. And you bought something. Okay. So basically, okay, I kind of got what takes you into booths. What what kind of booths do you not what – is, what will keep you out of a booth? And I'm talking about in a, an aesthetic sense, not necessarily the media, but in an aesthetic sense. Ed, what booths do you just like totally breeze by? If it, the work looks shoddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even in the case of sometimes closed booths, there are strings of thread hanging out. You know, it was not finished well. So if the work looks shoddy, I don't care about it. My pet peeve is the artist that doesn't greet you, that sits in back of their booth on their telephone, and mm-hmm. has uh, just doesn't make any effort to engage you. I don't want someone, you know, all over me, but it would be nice to go into the booth and have someone say, you know, hi, how are you, and engage you in some way so that if you have questions about the art, either, you know, they're willing to share their process or their story. I love to hear the stories from different artists. And um, someone who doesn't seem to really care if they're there makes me not care if they're there. <laughs> okay. And and Jerry, what what kind of booths do you uh, not head for? What keeps you out? To, to give a specific example, last week at Buffalo Grove, there was a double booth of jewelry, and this jewelry could not have been. It was not. It should never have been there. Mm-hmm. So when you see something as you're going by that you feel is totally inappropriate for for an art festival or a particular art festival, because some of them do have that type of work, those are the booths I don't go into. Did you guys and see the that re- booth last week? Did we? Did, what? Cause, did you go to Buffalo Grove? Yes. Yes. Did you see the booth I'm talking about? Yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. I agree and with I'm, you. And, you know, I'm sure she's a totally charming woman, but there is no way that that person should have been at that mm-hmm. art festival. That's right. So an inappropriate booth will keep me out. So did, uh, you, I'm, did you go mm-hmm. to the, the uh, Highland Park show in June? Mm-hmm. That you, that, what did you think of it? I was happy that it was still a craft, a fine craft festival, but there didn't seem to be any life to it. I will year. never I go don't back know why. to that show. 
I will never go back to that show. Why not? Why not? It was crap. <laughs> Pardon my language. <laughs> but you know what? It ha- it's falling down. Point. Oh, it's just, when that show first started, it was on the par with any good show that you see. Yeah. I mean, and it is deteriorated to the point where, you know, it's a $5 donation. I wanted $10 back. It was awful. It, that it was, was a where you saw a lot of fabric that was shredded and loose threads and everything. There was a lot of fabric there. It, the one clothing Clothes. booth looks like they went through the Goodwill basket or something. To, I mean, it was just horrible. Just horrible. That show, that show is really that show, fine it show. hasn't been that good. Oh, it used to be the best show ever. Yes. And yeah. and it's not. They no. don't have. They used to have the best pottery there. Yes. Really, and just the cream of the I, crop, and it's just yes, like horrible. William Kidd. That's I first mm-hmm. discovered William Kidd there, and John Herbon, and now there's hardly. It's very disappointing, but at least it was still craft this year because I was expecting it to turn into just another art festival. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She kept it. She but kept no, it. No, I understand. Yeah. Okay, I understand well, some, um, your disappointment. Yes. So let, here's my next question. Um, and I'll, I guess um, I'll ask you, Jerry, what will keep you in a booth and perhaps make a purchase that you had not intended to make? The artist. Like what? what? If the artist is really personable and we have a good time talking and we just seem to connect on an art level, it doesn't, I'm not looking for a personal level, if we just seem to connect when we're talking, I like his ideas, his or her ideas, then I will, some, I will try to find something to buy. You'll look harder at the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And apparently, mm-hmm. maybe it's there's just something where the work starts to look better and better the long I'm, the longer I'm in the booth. But sometimes That's... I will just fall in love with the artist and go, I just have to buy something from that person. <laughs> okay. What about you, Ed? <laughs> Do you sometimes go in a booth where you're just kind of looking and suddenly find yourself caught if, and have to I buy? Find... If I find that they've done something unique with their media, uh, that will probably, I'd like to buy then have an example of that uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And you may not have realized until you talked to them or you got closer that it was right. special? Right. You have to find out from them what they've done. Mm-hmm. And how about, how about you, Judy? Has this ever happened to you? You just casually went in someplace and ended up, Walking out with a package? Mm-hmm. It has, yes. And it's uh, it's the same as Jerry and Ed have said. The artist engages you, and then you ask questions about what they're doing, and you start you know, understanding it a little bit better, and you start looking at it differently, and the next thing you know, it's wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh-huh. So so then my next question is, uh, and I think I've, I've got the answer, Jerry, so does the interaction with the artist make any difference about your purchasing? It can, but it doesn't have to. It, I can mm-hmm. just fall in love with work, and, and I just hope that the guy isn't, that the person isn't a total creep, because I have not bought things if I really dislike the artist for some reason, but mm-hmm. I will buy something without even talking to him. I'll just walk in and go, I have to have that. I will buy it, they'll wrap it up, and I'll walk away, and I won't even know what their name is. 
Mm-hmm. Has that happened to you, Ed? Uh, uh, no, I just, uh, the interaction with the artists, uh, I guess, does. If I like them and I find that they're pleasant and that they've done a lot of work, uh, I bought a piece not from a private gallery of an artist last year where he used a little uh, crochet hooks to pull the pieces of clay out. It took him two weeks to do it on a eight-inch circle piece of ceramic. Oh. So that I, and the, he'll never do it again, he said. So I know I have a unique piece. <laughs> and it is. It's really, there's a lot of work to do that. Two weeks on a piece of ceramic is a lot of time. That is a lot of time. That's that's right. Wow. Well, we've got about 15 minutes left. If anybody wants to call in, I will be ready to take some questions. I want to remind you, this is uh, Our Fair Insiders Radio, and I'm speaking to people who love to go to art fairs and meet artists and buy original work. Ed Seidman, Judy Seidman, and Jerry Wagner. Uh, Jerry, do you see any difference between the Florida shows and the Chicago area shows? I wish there was more of a difference. I see a lot of the artists in both places. Mm-hmm. So they're so. I mean, of course, there's artists that come down to Florida that don't go to Chicago, but I'm amazed at the overlap. Right. When we were doing the shows, I always said that was one of the perks of the business. If you wanted to stay in the business, you had to go to Florida in the winter, which was a very wonderful thing. It was one of the <laughs> things I could always I, that I always loved about it. Winter means Florida. But, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So now it means computer. Uh, okay. Um, along the way, you, you all, the three of you, have certainly met many, many artists. Have you met any artists who were rude or who you did not buy from because of the interaction in the booth? Judy, how about you? Have you had this um, happen? Well, just uh, not rude, I would say. I probably don't give them an opportunity to be rude because if, as I said earlier, if someone's sitting in back of their display on the phone and not caring about being there, then I just walk on. So I suppose in a way that is rude. Um, But, no, I think artists are wonderful people. I just... Potters are great. Glass people are just in a class of their own. They're all nuts and wonderful. <laughs> uh, they really are. Uh, I have I have a harder time with people who are attending art fairs who stand in front of a piece and say, "Oh, my six year old could do that." You know, who are who are disrespectful to artists. Uh, that really upsets me. Uh, even if it's something that I don't care for, I can still appreciate that someone else, you know, put their heart and soul into it, and I would I would never be critical in that way. Um, so <laughs> it'd be nice if people, I, I mean, it's a hard way to make a living, you know, and I, think, I wish people were more respectful of the artists and, and the time that they sit in that heat and rain and storms and try and, and, and make a living. That right. that's the interesting thing. One of the things that I do is I do a featured artist article every month on my website. And when I start to get people's stories, it's it is amazing the the changes that people have gone through, their devotion to what they're doing, the life that they have chosen, 
And they're not feeling like they're making any sacrifices to do this. They're mm-hmm. doing this because this is their their passion their and passion, their interest. Right, right. It is who they are. Right. It would have to be otherwise you couldn't you couldn't stand it. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Right. I used to be a teacher, and I left teaching to follow my husband around to the art fairs, but my friends are now retiring with nice pensions. Well, (laughs) it's a whole lot. You have to make those choices, and they will say to me, but Connie, you've been having fun. So there, I have. (laughs) How about you, Jerry? You meet any artists that you don't want to ever go in their booth again? Years ago, we have a joke that if there isn't a price on an item, which, by the way, artists are not always that good about putting prices on things, mm. which I find kind of intimidating because I hate to ask a price and find out it's so far above what I thought it would be. But anyway, one person didn't have a price, and my cousin and I would joke and go, oh, good, it's free. Mm-hmm. So I said this to a person who was with me at the booth. The artist jumped down my throat oh, and said, and said, this stuff isn't free, and she just went on and on, and I turned around and walked out of her booth. And I was wow. ready to buy something, but I just couldn't mm-hmm. believe the way we were just kidding around, and I smiled when I said it. Mm-hmm. So she had no sense of humor. Not but ready. Well, part, or, been, mm-hmm. hmm? or she'd had a hard day and couldn't take no, any more. No, this was early in the morning. No. Oh gosh, she hadn't had to, she hadn't put it all out yet. <laughs> so oh. if she was starting her day that way, now for the most part, um, there's artists that pretty that'll ignore you, but for the most part, nobody's really been rude other than her. And okay. I'd say one out of you know the thousands of art festivals, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. No complaints there. Okay. Do you have any? You guys have any tips to for? I know this wasn't one of the questions I gave you ahead of time for artists to um, make themselves, make you more likely to spend money in their booths? How's that question? Ed, do you have any tips, things that that you look for or that make you more likely to want to be there and meeting them and maybe taking some work home? Sometimes I look at some of them and I uh, say they're way undercharged. They should at least charge twice for it, and I would have paid twice. Ah. but uh yeah. other than other than that uh i i just i just enjoy the art fair to me is like going to a museum but here you can buy and take home some of the items <laughs> mhm mhm i was um i went to ann arbor last weekend with some friends and of course i i not for lots of reasons but i also stand back and i critique booths and I said to my friends who are are not in the business, what about this booth? What about that booth? And the main thing that made booths unattractive to me and to them were the booths where every every inch of the walls was covered and there were 50 things on the tables. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of a presentation bother you, Judy? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you can't see any one thing because you're just overloaded, um, and and it looks it looks kind of it looks cheap. Yeah, the displays are very important, and and I've complimented people on how they've displayed things. I mean, some of them are just so clever, and to, to me that adds to my enjoyment. Um, the only thing I would say to artists is be engaging. 
um, you know, just make eye contact, smile, act like you're excited to be there and you're excited about your work. And then other people get excited as well. Okay. And, Ed, what about what do you think about that? I agree with Judy. I, I, I let her do the forward movements into the booths and things like that. But it is true if you if they've crowded all of the sides and the walls and everything, then you really can't see an individual one that would stand out. They have to select it, but it's their selection. I was in someone's booth at the Kresel Art Fair in St. Joe. The walls were full. She had extra walls in in between. She had pieces stacked up on the on the ground. I mean, I don't know how many pieces of work must have been in that booth. In an individual piece was very nice, but there were like three or four hundred pieces for me to look at. And she was saying she she just wasn't making money at the shows anymore, and she was just going to have to stop. And I wanted to say, take half of this out of here. It just cheapens what's there. I don't know, but I somehow I'm really leery. They're not asking for advice. And right, right. Luckily, my, my children get enough of my advice. I don't need to be giving it to artists also. But that was the, the kind of a thing that I think is the most off-putting. Look at this person. My goodness, they, they not only have all this, I know they can go home and make something else in five more minutes because look at all this work that they have here. It, 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 just, <laughs> it just cheapens it. I I that's what I think. Okay. And you now, know, they would go into Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's or Neiman Marcus and look at the displays and see how clean they are and how simple they are. They could get some ideas on how to you know, market their things a little better. That's a great point. Very good point. Okay, here's one of my favorite questions. What art fairs do you keep coming back to for more, and why? What is your best? What 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 are? How about you, Ed? What about you? What art fairs keep you coming back for more, and why? Uh, definitely the uh, Northwestern show, and Madison, and Milwaukee, and even Old Town. Those four are the main ones. And North, by Northwestern, you mean the American Craft Expo that's right. run by the yeah. hospital volunteers. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And do you usually buy at those shows? Oh, yes. We yes. Have. And mm-hmm. and what about you, Jerry? What what shows keep you? What do you look forward to? Despite all the problems that I think they're having now, Coconut Grove still has the most incredible artists. The best of the best really show up at Coconut Grove. And I'm trying to think of the ones around here. I would prefer to hold back on that until I see what um, happens at Fort Clinton this year. <laughs> okay. Because I'm All a right. little bit, I'm not happy mm-hmm. with what I've been seeing along that promotion line. And but I'm hoping that that Fort Clinton is still considered the diamond in the tiara that is that production. And I'm hoping that that shows. I'm actually going to go to Northwestern for the first time this year. I've always Mm -hmm. meant to go, and I never have, but there's so many artists that I want to see this year whose names I recognize that I am going to go there on Friday. Okay. Okay. On Saturday. Maybe you guys. Have have the three of you ever met? 
No. No, but we've probably walked past each other hundreds of times. It <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, here's here's my um, – here. how about this? This is what I'd like to know. As you have gone through the shows and you've met all different kinds of people, men, women, all ages, do you have any that you think whose sales techniques you really thought were terrific and really helped you – make a choice, make a decision to buy something maybe you hadn't intended to in the first place. Any tips for the artist on sales? How about you? How about Ed? What do you think? Got any tips? I think Valerie Hector does a great job. She's very quiet and reserved, yet she, you, from my interactions with her, yet, yet, because why are you saying this? Her displays the, uh, they change from year to year. They they're intriguing looking. I, I just uh, always liked uh, her. You know, and Valerie gives the impression that she's not there just to sell you something. If you put on a pair of earrings, she might say to you, "I have an, I have a pair I think would be better for you." And she somehow she manages because there's always fifty people around her booth. Somehow she manages to give each person individual attention and really looks at you, and you get the impression that she wants you to have the best possible thing that's going to flatter you, not just get a sale and get out of here. Um, mm-hmm. It's a quality I don't think you can teach. She just has it. Um, and she's also, the thing that I love about her work also, and is another pet peeve of mine. She grows every year. Every time you see her, she's gone up a, up another level. Um, I'm very disappointed when I see an artist showing the same things year after year after year after year, and they don't step out of their comfort zone or or try and expand on what's you know working for them. I guess. Um, and she does that. Uh, this um, pottery artist in Door County that Ed was talking about, you would swear it's a whole different studio from year to year to year because he just explodes with something new every year. It's so exciting. That's that sounds like a great a great thing to be. I've, you're excited to see them. What's mm-hmm. new? And of course, yeah. And of yeah, right. What's new, and there really is something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and I think the people who have the hardest time in our business have something that they did 20 years ago, and mm-hmm. it worked really well, mm-hmm. and it sold really well. Yeah, and they're continuing to do it and not having success. And they that don't is, understand why they're not selling anymore. Right, right. It's yeah. it's a really tricky thing. We yeah. have about two minutes left. Um. What are you looking forward to at the shows yet to c- yet to come this y- how many more shows are you going to Judy this year? Uh well there's at least one every weekend through the end of August sometimes two. Mhm. So and they're great a lot of good Chicago area shows yeah, in September aren't yeah. there? So maybe uh-huh so probably a dozen more shows. Mm-hmm. And will you go someplace where it's warm this winter now that you're both retired and find some shows? We might go to California. We've got two kids out there. Um, but I don't know, Coconut Grove, when is that? I've never been there. <laughs> President's Weekend. <laughs> President's Weekend? 
Okay. President's Day weekend. weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I think we've got to look into that one. <laughs> it's it's quite it really quite is an event. If you're going out west, though, um, the Scottsdale Art Festival in March. That was yeah, very we've, nice we've to hear that I was Scottsdale there. Scottsdale a number of times. We we do like it there. Yeah. Now I have very nice things about the La Quinta Arts Festival in La Quinta, California, also, which and is in Sausalito March. And Sausalito is supposed to be wonderful. Yes, but that's when you're going to the American Craft Expo in Evanston. Oh. So oh, you know okay. you can't have can't everything. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to go to Fort Clinton? Me? Fort Clinton. Oh yeah, you're going to go to Fort Clinton, even though you'll already be at the American Craft Expo. Are you going to Port Clinton that weekend? Yeah, we'll do that on Saturday and and um, Northwestern on Friday. Okay, and you will take your friends with you to these shows? Um, Northwestern, we really like to go on our own. Most mm-hmm. of our friends think it's too pricey, mm-hmm. and and they go to it through it too quickly because it's out of their price comfort zone, mm-hmm. and. And sometimes we'll go through the whole thing and then go back through it again. Uh, right. So That's we'll the probably, best way to see it. Yeah, I'll probably go Check on Check out own. Scott Gamble's glass. Scott Gamble. Scott Gamble will be there for the first time. Oh, He'll be there for the, the first, first time. time. And oh, he, okay. And his glass is beautiful. Okay, okay here's good. the show I'm good. going to go to for the first time this year. I'm going to go to the St. Louis Art Fair, which is oh, the I first weekend. Yes, and I'm. That's the first weekend in September, and I'm actually even going to volunteer and help set up booths. So, I intend to drive down there. I'm coming to Chicago for the Zap conference, and then going down to St. Louis. So, maybe we should do. Uh, you know, we should all go. But that that is like probably maybe close to the number one show in the country. So that's I've that's heard that. for you guys. Yeah, right. So oh, that's but that. last year is incredible. There's one okay. in Kentucky that's supposed to be really good. Paducah, I think it's Paducah. The Kentuck show? Ken, uh, oh, Ken. Um, the Paducah, I don't know anything about a show in Paducah. They're the okay, St. James Court Art Fair. Wrong. If you want to just go to a fun show where there's just lots of everything is the St. James Court Art Show, which is uh, the first weekend of G- of uh, October. I and think it's three days. Yeah, I think that's yeah. in yeah. Yeah, they have 500 plus and they've got everything from the basest awful stuff to the very finest. So it's a real <laughs> it's it's a, a real mix, but it's fun and it's a beautiful old neighborhood and it's you know, it's worth a trip. Yeah. So I yeah, so okay. I think it's something different. So um, I appreciate both of you for all three of you for taking time to talk to me today. Many thanks. I'm going to be have to close up here. We're running out of time. Several people had calls earlier, and they were on the line, but now they're not here. So it's just us, the, the, the four of us. But I want to thank you so much, Judy and Ed Seidman and Jerry Wigner, for, for your time and all the interesting information. I really appreciate it. I hope everybody who is listening got some tips from these people who love the art fairs. Um, I want to thank uh, nbcard.com. National Payment Solutions for Mobile Merchants for sponsoring this podcast. Artists, if you've enjoyed the show, would you please go to their visitor center at 1nbcard.com and click on their Facebook link and thank them for their support today. 
I'd really appreciate that, and it will also ensure that we can keep these podcasts coming to you. We have more interesting shows in the works with some of the nation's top art show directors and artists coming up. Next, we'll be speaking with two of the nation's top art fair artists, Jody DePue-McLean, who does wonderful pastels, and Ted Gall. I'm sure you all have seen him at Old Town with his fabulous sculpture, and I'm sure you know Jody's work also. Wonderful, wonderful work. They're perennial prize winners at the nation's best art festivals, old friends of mine, and they will be on my next podcast coming up in a few weeks. Anybody who is listening, please leave comments at artfairinsiders.com. If you have ideas for other shows, we're here to serve you and make the art fair business better for everyone. Till then, please visit artfairinsiders.com, tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, and go out, create, and make money. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.